0: Hello, everybody! It's my birthday today! So, technically, this should be a birthday episode. Uh, before we get started, uh, I got my account back, right? So, uh, I went back to my OneDrive. You remember OneDrive? It's that new feature, the cloud, the cloud. And I wanted to see, hey, do I have any of my stuff in there? And it turns out I do. In fact, I even have the theme song, so... Let's take it away. And welcome to uh, Podcast run Haas. I'm your host, Jordan Haas. See, I got my own. I got my old theme song back, which means, therefore, I got everything. But I know what you're saying. What about that really crappy AI generator music thing? Well, let's try and get something. Let's get something that's more happy, right? It's a. Uh, it's, uh, let's see. Let's do something that's a uh, uh, gaming. Uh, and let's do something that's. Uh, Let's do documentary and let's do cinematic. There we go. I think we got something good. Uh, 120 beats per second. Here we go. So so here you go. Here's an unofficial theme song uh, with the AI stuff. Uh, let's Well, like, yeah, I guess that, that that works. That kind of sounded like something I would have heard in, like, the in-credits of, like, a G4 video back in, like, the mid-2000s. Like, the inside-outs of Xbox 360! What up? Anyway, hi. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm Jordan. And yes, it's the birthday episode. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> So, um, I, I'm honestly. This is one of the weird episodes of the show because uh, I'm 35. I'm 35 years old. Technically speaking, I think I could run for. Oh no, sorry, I'm 34. 34. Um, and I'm. I don't even know my own year <laughs> born. That's how tired I am. Uh, thirty-four years old, and I, 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 again, yeah, maybe it's like because in my thirties, every birthday has been just like by myself. I, I'm, I'm now just as simple to just be like, yeah, just I'll just make my own fun for the day. Um. So uh, first things first, though. Um, my mom's okay. But it's been very stressful the last three weeks. We have, we barely had any plans. Like, normally, I'd be stressing out. We have no plans, and it just would be sad. And I th- honestly, I think my mom is more sad about this than I am. Um, cause she feels guilty that we didn't have a party or food or a, um, so we kind of just ordered some bunt cakes, nothing bunt cakes. You've heard of this place. It's a national chain. And um, she decided uh, as a gift, which is very nice of her, uh, she noticed I have this old office chair and, and anyone who has seen my videos in the last five years knows it's a really bad office chair. It's a hand-me-down uh, from a family friend. And she's like, you know, the, those gaming chairs, they're good for posture. I don't want you in my boat. I want to gift you a gaming chair, which is very nice and thoughtful. Um, uh, so, so we ordered a gaming chair, but it's not going to come till like next week. So she's just feeling very guilty. Like there's no presents. There's no cake. Well, there's a cake, but it's, uh, going to be delivered, like, in some random interval today. And that's kind of the main story of the week, is just, we've as you've listened the last few weeks, I've been busy, tired, and I've had no plans to really do stuff, and even if I was, quote unquote, free, there's still a lot to do with my mom. So, uh, it happens. Also, the rain is now pounding on this window outside. So I do not its it, its kind of emulating right now a car wash. You know, like you go through a drive-through car wash. That same amount of pressure on the window. It looks like. Um. So I'm gonna have to take a little break real quick, just to. Uh, Cause seriously, we've been having a bit of like a flood damage. So I just want to just. I'll be right back and see what happens. I'll be, I'll be right back. You won't even notice. Okay, I think it stopped. All right. So where were we? Uh, <clears throat> so we had no plans. We've been fighting an internet company, Microsoft. Uh, we've been fighting uh, Spectrum. There was a minor flood in this house. We had to get a plumber. Um, There was a bit of mold because of said plumbing and it just like i have not had a win aside from getting my account back in who knows how long um when it comes to like gaming chair like that's a great gift i i want to like stay here and play games as much as possible but again most of the time i am like 10 feet away from my mom because she wakes up in the middle of the night, ah, oh, what's going on? I need stuff. And I'm her caregiver. So it, it happens. Yeah. Additionally, the last few wee- nights, I've been up at 8 a.m. because of said plumber. We've had to have a guy come here very early in the morning to fix things and I don't know if you know this maybe you don't (laughs) this could be your first episode uh I I don't sleep like when I get to bed it's like 4 a.m 5 a.m so I'm sitting with like an hour of sleep now the moment I mean I could sleep right now instead of podcast but to me, it feels like this is the birthday episode. This is supposed to be the big, grand, happy birthday, Jordan show. And instead, this is just it. <laughs> uh, so then and, and I will probably thank everybody for any birthday comments tomorrow. I'll do another episode soon. Uh, if you. For questions and stuff but um yeah it's just <laughs> it's not really the uh let's just say it's, it's an episode where nothing's really gonna happen that's the nicest way to say <laughs> we got nothing um so where where do we begin with today's episode uh so Uh, video games still fun the new Kirby game I haven't played it yet I bought it I got it launch and I haven't played it yet from what I'm hearing it's a very fun Kirby game but then again it's biased cuz again I love Kirby so Uh, additionally uh, in the world of uh, games I got game pass back because of said uh, account Uh, This is the fun part. My old Xbox account works. So I've been returned to Forza and I will actually say this. As everyone knows, I've been gone from the Xbox for about almost half a year because of this incident with the blocked account. I turn on the Forza. Unlock, unlock, unlock and they pinpoint me back to where I was five months ago, all the cloud storage and everything. That is really cool. To me, I actually will say this. I did lose a bit of files, unfortunately. I lost a bit of photos, but these aren't like the best photos. This is kind of like, oh, uh, remember like last year uh, when you went to the Dave and Buster's like that that photos are gone and I'm sure they're up on my Facebook or something but so it the fact that the force save file is preserved but some of these files are not it's very funny to me (laughs) I gotta give a shout out to the Xbox Um, it really was like not only that just to make things even funnier there is a save on my Jeopardy file of right when I finished the last game of Jeopardy on my Xbox Series S, because there's that instant save thing where it's, you can just easily go back to it. So the second I signed in to my old account and went on to Jeopardy, boom! Right back to you just won twenty one thousand. you want to play again? I'm busting out laughing. There was an actual bit of joy. It now return. Um unfortunately, couldn't have the time to actually play around with Jeopardy. I just wanted to see if everything was working. but that actually a little spark of moment was very, very fun to me. Uh, so so it's like if nothing bad happened except on my computer, of course. but nothing bad happened on the Xbox side of things, and I think that is really fun. Um, so I should really probably delete the other account or some sort of uh, answer but i got it back so that, that's good um i i was trying to for for my birthday because this is the whole birthday thing nightwing you know my usual things nightwing and kirby and all that and uh none of the kirby things were kind of available i i wanted to get um a classic kirby Well, The old-timey Kirby plush. Uh, And they weren't available. Or if they were, I think it's like on Amazon and it's like $60 or so. And it's like, uh, well... I don't really want a plush that badly. Especially if it's just like a classic... Plus, I already got Sleep Kirby. And Sleep Kirby's the best Kirby. So... I was trying to find Nightwing stuff, so the Gotham Knights Funko Pop um, isn't come until, I believe, May. So there was nothing. So that that to me was like the sad part was like, oh, well, there's no, no little uh, toy, no little plush. And again, the other thing, which will be a more adult, mature thing, would be like, well, treat yourself. You know, go see a movie, go 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 to a concert, go go see a go go to a big fancy restaurant. And I gotta be honest, I, I don't have f- food options. I'm gonna probably get food at like six, seven o'clock at night tonight. So it might be a Taco Bell d- dinner. Um which is you know it's it's midweek so you can always just say well my birthday month or a birthday weekend right so i I, to me that's been the thing that's been psyching myself it's just well it's you know the middle of the week everyone's busy and obviously it's been hectic here so just uh, treat yourself this weekend treat yourself uh later on uh so that's just been my my thought it's been the thought uh, uh, in terms of birthday. Um, additionally, I'm probably going to end up treating myself to some like video games or so. Um, usually my go to is just like, hey, you know, just update your subscription service because coming up is a few more years of Paramount Plus and Peacock. Uh, so that, that's what's leading me to today's uh, talking point. Um, so today's uh story (laughs) i guess today's if we're gonna go with today's episode uh i was gonna review kirby that was my whole plan but and then get along to it and i would i would just not do an episode but it's my birthday episode this is the nothing happened birthday episode uh so so streaming wise fiscal 100 was okay i thought that was an okay uh show think a lot of people are getting traction about it so that's telling me oh they're going to try and do an american version if suddenly there's notoriety here in the states um but here's where I'm, my brain is going is um the it, it's netflix and i talked about this on the Bother bar discord so i'm repeating a joke it's going to be Battle Royales, but... But is the new genre on Netflix. So we have Fiscal 100, right? Which is like a fiscal challenge game show for 100. There's The uh, Floor. There's this new game show called The Floor, which is 100 people, and you answer questions. In the Battle Royale trivia format, you know, there's there's uh, the 1% Club currently. There's 1 Versus 100. Uh, Whittle. Everybody's equal. Um, and... I was thinking, okay, so we did Quiz, we did the physical challenge like Ninja Warrior. All that's left is now dating and that's Singled Out, so you kind of just have to remake Singled Out. Uh, and two, if it's not Dating 100, you have to do Cooking 100, so you have to do some sort of Battle Royale chef show and I, I i'm going to just say this that's gonna fucking happen in the next two years mark my words the next two years someone's gonna try into a battle royale cooking show rather it's like hey uh you gotta cook for a hundred judges or hey you got a uh, hundred chefs and uh, everybody has to make one signature dish and every and, like there's a thou- like a hundred judges or so. It's going to be something like that or, or something that's like the, the tournament structure of, of uh, well, what's that show on Food Network? Guy Fieri's Tournament of Champions. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see cooking shows. I'm sure we'll see another attempt at, at singled out or some attempt at a dating show with a hundred people. Because um, it seems like the new genre format is is Battle Royales. And I just, I just think that's going to be the case. And then, of course, you're going to have a dancing and singing battle royale shows. So you're going to have like dance 100 and sing 100. And after, you know, and if the cooking show works out, the cooking 100, you can do like a spinoff for children. So it's a uh, cooking 100 kids. I'll, I'll rethink of uh, a, a title later. Because maybe don't call a Netflix show "Cooking 100 Kids." Uh, so let's let's go into the the, the talking point here of I hey, usually around this time I, I get a little sad, right? Because get birthdays and and a lot of times it, I usually want to go back to like things I like, like movies or, or video games, and. Today Besides very very sleepy I was just very very Curious about some snacks So uh earlier Today like right before My birthday I, I popped Open some I don't know if it, you can hear I It's it's half empty now Uh No don't be a pet I'm not trying to be pessimistic It's just it just looks like It's like about a third left Um of Doritos minis. And I got both the cheddar and sour cream. And I will tell you, folks, those, those are really, really good. Um, I actually I, I want to do a snack review on the Internet real quick, but I didn't record it. Uh, but this, these Doritos minis, um, they remind me of when I was in middle school. And yes, there's those Cheetos asteroids. Everyone remembers Cheetos asteroids what they don't remember was they had these little mini sour cream and onion lays They're like little tiny almost like cool like I would say cornflake size uh, chips and they were really really good so I was really excited um, so for me uh, it brought back that kind of memory and and I enjoyed that a lot to me that was what makes uh, this a very good episode well a good episode, very good snack. Um and that's just telling me, hey Lays, because this is the same company, mixed Doritos, mix Lays. Go back to those little mini chips. Thank you. Uh also I checked. They didn't bring back the Pizone for my birthday. So Pizza Hut, you're on my shit list. Uh okay. <laughs> Let's go into uh now what I've been watching on YouTube. Because this has been a YouTube normal, I uh, I haven't been watching Poker Face after episode five. I I, I I have it's probably backlogged now at this point. I'll get around to it maybe. Um, but mostly it's because everything has been so busy it's just oh great now I have a backlog great. Uh, and I was watching YouTube videos. Uh, currently. Uh, I've been watching old episodes of Deal or No Deal in the UK. uh, Because to me, that's one of the better game shows. It's coming back this year. Uh, Apparently, they're also getting a Jeopardy with Stephen Fry. And I'm like, oh, that's a really good casting. I can't believe Stephen Fry would agree to this. And would Jeopardy actually kind of work in the UK? Because they already have like 20 different quiz shows. Like America only has the one. And the chase now exists but it's like a special limited affair kind of thing um but hey you know they love quiz shows and they love Steve and Fry you're already two thirds of the way there you love Steve and Fry and they love quizzes all they gotta do is we're bringing back the Jeopardy show oh boy and they're doing it with the triple Jeopardy idea I think that's kind of the new hook is well we're gonna move it to an hour so let's do a triple Jeopardy I don't know. It seems like a little too much, a little too much Jeopardy. <laughs> I, I'm okay with single, double, and a final, but hey, if it works, go for it. Um, I just, I just never heard of the term triple Jeopardy before. I always thought it's wordplay because of a double Jeopardy in legal terms. But uh, okay. Um, so uh, normally, in an idealized scenario. Like if nothing was was going on, uh, besides the YouTube wormhole of Deal or No Deal episodes, uh, I've been watching a bit of Cash Jordan because, eh, and I've been watching um, uh, what what's the what's their ch- the channel? I, let me just real quick pop this up on my phone. All right, so I'm getting an Ad for Disney. Okay, I mean I I did like they did say I want to go to Disneyland so there it is alright the dice tower uh, that's the shout out the dice tower uh, they are a tabletop uh, board game review channel so they review board games and they also uh, talk about new format ideas and I, I love uh, the way that they're handling games because they're showing off the pieces the objective in the games uh, different mini strategies that people could do in the game And then they kind of do what I do, kind of, which is like dissect the game a bit. Like, well, this is a little breaking if the rules are this way because X, Y and Z. And I kind of enjoy that a lot. So I've been watching a little bit of Dice Tower uh, and it's a little bit of fun. Now, I don't really play a lot of role playing games. Uh, Sorry, the Dungeons and Dragons and and Magic the Gathering. It's all plus ones, minus ones. I get a little confused because you have to check like four different rules. A Marvel Snap is fun, but now because of its like essentially pay-to-win mentality, uh, it's a what's the best way to describe it? Uh, not worth it. Easiest Marvel Snap is not worth it. Uh, so I've been just just watching Dice Tower uh, review board games, and they have been a very good analytical uh, channel when it comes to. Board games and i've been enjoying that a lot uh last night last week we've been talking a podcast um in addition to the uh podcast that i normally listen to we were, we were plugging uh guys with brian quimby uh another one i've been uh listening to uh is under console nation because a games master i think i've talked about this in earlier episodes so i'm gonna just uh just sort of feel like i'm repeating myself here it's an episode by episode recap of games master the uk game show now on the patreon i've been watching games master so i'm kind of a little spoiled now because i have a book and i have this podcast and it's been a lot of fun because and this is where i was going to aim at the last few episodes were not really games master related they were things leading up to the season and I love that a lot uh, in the podcast because they were kind of and this is kind of where I was was excited about listening to it. I'm an American. Obviously, my my childhood in the 90s is a little bit different than theirs because there are, of course, people my age from the UK. So... There's some parallels, which is always fun. Like, ooh, the Nintendo 64. Ooh, the PlayStation. Ooh, Pokemon. Ooh, r- remember Tiny Toon Adventures? And hey, remember Nickel? This Nickelodeon cartoon. Uh, even though they didn't really have Nickelodeon, but it, it, it's that sort of. Well, they I think they had Nick, right? Maybe they. I, I think it was like a, like a, for like a few years. Um, but it's like, hey, they had Ren and Stimpy and 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 Rugrats, so. Anyway, I'm digressing on that. So it was fun to see those little parallels and then like it skews just to an alternate universe where it's like, oh, but this confectionery, because we're all reminiscing about push pops over here. Oh, remember this and oh, remember this flavor and this, oh, this movie. And that's when it hit me. This is a great podcast because it's a nostalgia podcast for the UK people. And it's like uh, most retro bullshit things that I see is American and that's why it's like oh I grew up with like Dino Dracula in eye mockery where it's just hey, remember uh, going to the 90s and there's the popsicle like thing that looks like Snoopy remember the Super Mario bar uh, so that's been fun also I just leaned on my arm a little too much so it's very sore okay <laughs> so uh, I've been trying to uh, check out for the sake of it, the under consultation, a podcast uh, with Ash versus and Luke Owens. Uh, You may know Luke from the uh, the wrestle, the wrestling world and Ash versus probably from the wrestling world. I always thought he was like a gamer. Uh, (laughs) So it's been very, very fun. Um, That has been also what I've been listening to and watching Jeff Gerstmann uh, play VR games. That's my other YouTube watch since the last episode. Uh, and you know what, I, I, I still love Jeff. Um, which got me thinking about Giant Bomb. Now, I'm not gonna, I, I feel like I'm going to repeat myself with this episode by this talking point. I think Giant Bomb's okay, but it seems like everybody's already doing their own thing. If that makes sense, like like I don't think Dan's really giant bombing more. I think it's Fire Escape, for instance. And I think a lot of the people who are still on fire, like Grub, he's focused on his Patreon. The 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 what is it the game game mesh game sock, not game socket. That that's Brian Muffins. Um, there's this like weird sort of. Uh, everyone has their own thing now that's like i think giant bomb is an empty husk but it's still going on because hey free money uh so get the papers um so i i just i just don't know about gaming content anymore uh that has been another wily uh big thought for me a big thought OK, I'm going to after this show, I'm just going to just take some elite PM, take a big nap and, and we'll get back to us. Uh, so gaming content, it's a big th- it's a big concept, big idea of how is it going to be? That 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 has been one of my overarching questions for this podcast because of things like G4 going under uh, with the with no television shows and everything being Twitch. Like, what is gaming content going to be like in a few years Um, and I'm going to come to the conclusion I think what's going to happen is it's going to be everyone has their it's going to be just like a a big audition and it's always going to get bigger with every passing day so for instance and this is the quickest way to to just go into my head process I'm probably very fucking wrong with this this podcast you're listening to this podcast you like me enough to listen to this podcast for maybe a, an hour i'm trying to aim for like half an hour to f- just just to have a concept but i guess we're doing ramble episodes these days and you you, you want to listen to what i i think about stuff right so you're listening in or maybe you're tuning into this copyright free lo-fi music that i have in the background and the idea is that uh okay, what's Jordan's thoughts on this and that? I'm a very small time player in this. I'm probably if I had to be like honest with myself, maybe two people. Three at best. I don't think that many people listen to us. So I could really say whatever the fuck I want, and then there's no recourse until the day comes where if if, and this is a giant fucking if. I end up in the successful stratosphere of 100,000 subscribers and view counts and all those big numbers that you see with the popular people. And people go back to the archives to try and see like, what did I miss? What did Jordan do? And they go back to three, four, five year old content like this. And they're hearing me ramble about how sad I am that I have no views or whatever. That is gonna be everybody essentially. I'm no different than the Twitch streamer. It's that everyone is going to be in that zero sum, one sum, two view arena. And then eventually it goes to 12, to 22, to 100, maybe to 1000. But I don't think you're going to hear that many success stories anymore. And that's going to, and that's my uh, prediction, and I'm pretty I'm probably going to be wrong. I'm sure there we will see something like oh this one like 19 year old is now has a million followers and they play video games i'm sure there's gonna be stories like that all the time to be proven wrong but i think that whole cultivated the audience for like four or five six years and it just slow growth into what you're doing now i don't think that's gonna happen i think those days are, are gone it's going to be now a you have to be it and stay it otherwise you're falling off to the next person and, then, and if you are in that current state of you are in that successful mold, you are in the upper echelon echelon uh, of like the hundred thousand maybe even a million uh, YouTube followers or whatever social media you want to count, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it, you have to now, it's now wobbly for you and you're gonna see a lot of like the the view counts dip. I'm predicting that guaranteed. The view counts are going to dip on almost everybody's channel and they're gonna get pissed off. Well, I had like 100,000 views with this review of a video game and now it's like 50,000, now it's 40,000, but I'm doing the same amount of effort and I'm not getting the same amount of ad revenue. It, it's, I'm just gonna say, it's not the fault of these content creators. It's going to be the fault of YouTube, and coincidentally, everybody else has their own shit, and they're all trying their new thing. Maybe they're doing a cooking channel, or a fashion review channel, or they're doing a bullshit podcast where they're rambling into a microphone for an hour, that's somewhat aimlessly, even though it's supposed to sound profound. That's what. That's where I am. I'm that guy. I guess to do jokes. There was a time when I actually wrote jokes, wrote stuff on the internet, and people liked it. That was the good old days, man. You know, I there was a day when I wrote board game reviews, video game reviews. I talked about game shows. I reviewed them. And people were like, man, you're mean. And I was like, yeah, I am. And now I'm just sort of like a burnt out mid-thirties doomer, so it's I guess I'm following the path of most people. Uh so now I can move on to this next topic. And that is uh there's two. WrestleMania and SNL. So Saturday Night Live. Um The Woody Harrelson episode sucked. I, I, and it's not like the monologue with the anti vax jokes, because that was just, a, if you watched it, the audience wasn't even fucking laughing in there. They're like, huh, oh, what's, the fuck. Probably because the guy was like really stoned. I, I don't know. Um, but it was just not the best episode, and it got me thinking here, because I watched Saturday Night Live on Peacock. So I had had the, the pleasure of skipping ahead when things sucked or skits didn't work. I think the big problem with SNL is it all sucks. Now there are some great people. Mike Diva is a director on SNL now for some of those like film camera things, and I remember when he did like YouTube like content, and he used to do stuff for Funny or Die, I believe. So he, he's a really good guy, like a really smart, funny guy, and it's like after that oh here's a skit where conan uh where where conan (laughs) keenan conan's back well no where keenan's a game show host oh okay or here's a funny skit where the host is gonna say like gen z slang or millennial slang like the the they're gonna say i'm a crumb that's the joke you never heard someone in their 50s say i'm a crumb no cap it's, it's comedy yep it sucks <laughs> so I got me thinking I think SNl is just I here's where I'm coming from with this maybe this is where I where my brain's screwed up sketch comedy no no SNl is like i I don't think it's gonna go away I honestly, I don't think SNL is going to go away even when Lauren's gone, because it's the quote unquote, the sketch comedy show. And there's not a lot of sketch comedy shows on television, let alone on streaming. Uh, the best I can think of is I think you should leave. But there is no no other sketch shows available. So I'm wondering here is uh, in the future, maybe SNL is going to be like YouTube videos or Peacock and then those skits are gonna go back to YouTube, just like they always are. And I'm wondering, and this is just where I'm thinking here, is just, is it, we're just gonna go back to days of college humor. Like, I think the, the the problem is, a lot of these things I'm pointing to college humor. And they're, this is not college humor rooster teeth, because uh, those are the two I can say are the standout ones for this uh, example. G4 went down. But if they follow the method of rooster teeth or the follow the method of uh, college humor where there's free videos on YouTube, but the full versions and extended cuts and hey, if you want to see this like two weeks ahead, you go spend money on a website and it's already there and they put an API and all this other stuff in there. So it's all free, kind of like what Giant Bomb used to do. And then someone fucked up. I'm thinking the old school methodology of just treat the website like a streaming service, you got to do the CISO method is actually the thing that should fucking work. And maybe CISO was just ahead of its time and didn't have the budget. Because no one wants to fucking watch uh, the UCB show or My Brother, My Brother and Me. Or hidden America would show an array or uh, what was it debate wars for bajillion dollar properties I watch a shitload of CISO because I liked it uh, but the SNL archive is now in Peacock it's uh, so why not just fucking do the the CISO shows on the Peacock and be uh, curiously at G4 why didn't they just did the C S O method for gaming content or something and that, and and all the roads lead to rooster teeth and college humor in that regard and that's also why i'm talking saturday night live because they have the sketches right and the sketches go on the thing and then you see it but it, anyone who is a fan of rooster teeth or college humor they know about dropout for instance and dropout is now i think the term people are kind of coining now there used to be things like nerdist and i think alpha for a while geek and sundry um but the rooster teeth method of hey we have like it the the let's play people playing like a board game Okay, I'll, I, I know those people, so I will watch this exclusive show. They will. Or, with the case of, of College Humor, we have one episode of uh, Game Changers. That's their big, like, fake game show. So then people are watching Game Changers on Dropout, or they're watching Dimension 20 on Dropout. Or they're watching, uh, no, they don't do Bleep Bloop anymore. I miss Bleep Bloop. I just want to see bleep bloop again Uh, so that that's just sort of the the thought process and then uh, I'm just wondering if subscription services I know there's so many of them I know there's Patreons and all this what if that's just the real future it's just these subscription models and it's really just backing it up now I don't, I mean, I have a subscription service, but it's treated like a tip jar, kind of. Um, it got me wondering here is uh, why is everyone trying to go the ways of YouTube? Maybe just for some, like, boost the, 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 someone's saying it's the tags and it's the engagement or something to pull people to get the numbers. I think it's all ass backwards right now. But Rooster Teeth has been doing a right idea. I mean, and they're still for some bizarre reason. Warner Media has only laid off a few of their people and they're still working. And there's a whole lot of cease and desist. And well, since this is a strong word, a whole lot of flaky, bad eggs, really shitty people who used to work at that company. But it's still surviving, still thriving. And no one's questioning if, if that's going under even though i think ruby is now owned by crunchyroll i don't watch ruby but i heard that now back to uh college humor like college humor had the college humor show and they had and they have all these little skits when i remember college humor back to the nostalgia thing is in the days of when youtube videos weren't really a thing and it was more more of a like a a InsideBreak.com videos on a website situation. College Humor was like, "Hey, we have a funny Matrix skit. Like, what if the Matrix was Windows 95?" And this was like 2003, like t- like early in the days of online video. And nowadays, it's uh, ha- it's hosting uh, a fake game show an improv comedy thing and there's DD stuff like like what what is what's that big deal uh, critical role that's a big popular thing too and those are kind of where entertainment is going and that's where i think a lot of it is but so it's going to be a lot of climbing to the top and it's trying to be that person that's in the successful show and then go to the next thing and that's going to be the juggle this is what, what basically i'm trying to get at here is remember how like uh, working class actors in Hollywood would go from like, they're on a sitcom as like a a C character. Like, oh, they are the the friendly bartender on this show or they are the helpful black best friend. And then they can't find work for like two to three years. And then you see them on like, oh, they're on this HBO crime drama, wonderful. And they're on that for a season. And then that show gets canceled. And then you don't see them for another five years and then, Oh wow. They're on a CBS sitcom now where they're the main person and they're canceled. Okay. Well that was, that's going to be the same way with content creation is you're going to have people do like their Twitch stream or YouTube videos And that's just their get by hope they have enough revenue from their content every day but hey now they're get to do uh this this new Dungeons and Dragons show or they're gonna be in this like content sketch group or they're gonna be in this thing kind of like what G4 was trying to do but probably with much better people in line because their corporate interest sucks um anyway so what i'm thinking is it's gonna be they're gonna bounce and bounce and bounce so oh they're on this podcast for three years and then they get tired of the podcast or something happens and they go to the next podcast they go to this show and it's gonna bounce from show to show to show to show and it's just trying to get by that's all this is gonna be now is to get by and worst case scenario and this is me going full on doom scorch earth we're gonna see a crash we're gonna see a, a really bad gig economy crash when it comes to a lot of this content creation where people aren't gonna make enough money so they're just gonna fucking give up and no longer make the content and we're gonna see like a few people in the Twitch world make all the subscribers and they're the only games in town and they're gonna end up either just hoarding all the fucking money which is most likely the outcome or they're gonna try and invest and get crew members like what Game Grumps does and they're just going to ch- or good difficult morning and just keep building their YouTube brand. And that's where I think that the gap is going to happen is with the have and have nots in terms of a gig world where a lot of would be content creators are going to be producers behind the scenes or editors or what have you. Uh, and there's going to be this, I I'm just he- feeling that there's going to be an animosity with this. I just because oh why is this dipshit the one that's on camera and not me is going to be the the kind of thought like oh why is this dipshit playing the video games and can't complete the fucking level when I'm a speedrunner what the fuck like one of those so i just think there's going to be more animosity it's going to be more heated and it's going to be sucky and that's my worst case scenario best case scenario And this is the other thought process, because again, I'm not necessarily a pessimist when it comes to this. Everybody is going to win. Everybody, I mean, there's going to be a few dips and people may not make enough money, but more people, because of all the more and more audiences that are growing with every passing day, are going to podcasts, going to Twitch streamers, going to YouTube, and there'll be something for everybody. So everybody theoretically wins. That's going to be a good thing. Hopefully. As for me, I don't know. I still don't know. I. I wish I had like enough free time to figure this shit out. Uh. Oh, if I had like three hours, like if I had five hours in a day, be a Twitch streamer. We could do Jackbox every day. Uh, I don't have that. And I don't even have the energy. A lot of Twitch streamers need energy. YouTubers have energy. And I'm just thinking because of what's been happening since pandemic, all that energy is just lost. All that joy is kind of dying on me. And like the other thing is game shows, because that's been my one solid interest for this whole time. And as much as I want to do game shows, I suppose every week, because to me, that's been one of my favorite podcasts to do. There's not a lot going for me. It's a niche subject for a niche hobby and not a lot of people like me. So why bother? I mean, if you want me to talk game shows, and I know some of you do, I'm probably going to do a game show episode next week or in a couple of weeks. I kind of talked about that last week with what, with what contestants I'd be good at. Um, so, split seconds coming soon. With John Michael Higgins as the host. Great fit for a host because he kind of has a Tom Kennedy attitude on America Says so it could easily fit for split second. I think it's another quiz show so it's another boring GSN minimum. $1,000 if you win. $10,000 if you get something in 60 seconds. It's just, to me, it's just... Eh. Same old, same old. I'm not as thrilled, even though it's a reboot of a great game show. Additionally, there's not a lot in the game show world that's of, of interest at the moment. Um, they're bringing back The Weakest Link in the Wall again. That's great for NBC. Um... Chris Hardwick is like kind of like missing person at the moment. I haven't seen him on social media that much. Uh, and remember when he was like the big geek guy and now he's just like around sometimes? I'm I'm just thinking he lost his ass in crypto. That's just what I'm assuming. I don't think it's like the cancel culture of like the sex I mean I, I cause cause he, he went on record with the talking dad like, hey, I'm acquitted you guys. What's up? I just think like he busted his ass in crypto or AI scams or something. And he's just trying to work to pay it off. Um and and his work is stand-up comedy, so he's just on tour. Um But when it comes to uh the The Weakest Link, I mean that's a good game show too. It's just, there's still a bit of game-breaking mechanics because of the raising of the rounds, and I just don't... mm, Something about it, I just don't know. It, It doesn't reward the strongest player, is what I'm trying to get at. It always rewards the most middling person, and when you don't vote out the weakest link, and you vote out the strongest links... It makes the final round really shitty because it's wrong, 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 wrong. Oh, you got one right. Yeah. No word yet if they're bringing back password, which they should. And that's that's really what I love. Like it honestly, at this point, if it's I, I tried to vicariously talk games, like video games, but I haven't had the time. And as much as I love game shows I'm not the only game in town and my thoughts are really boring compared to everyone else's um, and when it comes to trying to just do any content creation in general even this podcast at times or YouTube videos like even just playing Fall Guys every day I was doing that just to like encourage myself. But there are days where I just get burnt and I just go, fuck, this is just too much, not for me. Why am I even doing this? And I don't know what the best answer is for all this. And I would ask you, the listener what I should do but truthfully I don't think anyone really listens let alone will answer this question for me because I think ultimately even if you have an answer even if you say something like we'll just talk game shows you really love talking about game shows and it's very funny I I think it's ultimately just gonna be my call and then it's all about for me anyway because this is my birthday episode. I want to end this soon so I can get some sleep, eat some cake, uh, and have some fun. Hopefully have some fun tomorrow. It's trying to just think about what I would do next. And it's not that I'm out of ideas. It's I don't have the time to do said ideas. I don't even have time to really hang out on discord in a group chat anymore so I feel like I'm letting down a lot of friends Um, and I think that also fucks up the brain a bit so you feel like you're truly alone I don't know if I'm making any sense here but all I'm trying to say is if no one wishes me a happy birthday tomorrow I understand because I haven't really been much of a friend to anybody for the last few years. Yeah. Final Wrestlemania talk. Because I did say that was the final discussion. Eh. I think Wrestlemania is okay. I'm probably gonna barely watch it i have peacock so it doesn't fucking matter for me i i it's it's there because of the game again because of game shows not because of wrestling um but hey you got wrestlemania i'll probably watch either the archive or if i have free time on the saturday sunday i'll check it out but WrestleMania is supposed to be basically—it's uh, supposed to be basically the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I, I should probably keep saying that to be honest. WrestleMania is not for like wrestling fans. It is like for casuals. It's just the most casual show because nobody cares about fucking AEW or or knows like all the improv, all the indie darlings you care about. Or all the wrestling podcasts, they don't know who the fuck Dave Meltzer is. But you know what they've heard of? They've heard of WrestleMania, so they're gonna fucking check it out a bit because it's on Peacock. It's there. I'm already. I already spent the money on uh, the fucking traders or or the uh, the sh- poker face. Well, it's here, and it's not seventy dollars like it was in the nineties. Okay, I'll watch it then, and then I'll kind of casually watch they're not going to watch Friday Night Smackdown they'll probably watch Wrestlemania that's just my thought cause it is Wrestlemania um <clears throat> so I think it'll be okay but again I thought people were boycotting WWE now cause Vince wanting to sell the company to the Saudis what happened to that is this like the Twitter thing where it's an over. Like, oh god, Elon Musk of fucking leaving Twitter, you guys. But they're still on Twitter. Like, I just think Twitter's gonna crash and burn eventually. <laughs> because Elon Musk is a shit businessman. But uh, I don't think it's gonna crash, like, overnight. I think it's gonna crash, like, by the end of the year or with debts or, hey, uh, Elon, you didn't pay rent on this place, we're gonna sue you. And he's gonna have to pay up with his billions in dollars. And he's gonna say, I have billions of dollars. Well, and then the truth is, but it's actually stock options and crypto. And if the crypto market crashes and SpaceX crashes and Tesla stock is crashing, you're not really worth your weight and shit. Uh, so I'm just thinking he's just, here's, here's the real I, I think Elon Musk is, is going to crash Twitter obviously It's going to be with the MySpace In the next two years And we're eventually going to see that new substitute But I think he's going to no longer be the richest man in the, in the world by Two years And it's not because someone made more money than him It's just going to be He lost so much fucking money because he wanted to prove the 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 wokes wrong, and literally will go broke <laughs> to do so. <laughs> Remember the, the, the Milo line: "If you get broke, you're if you woke, you broke." What what was? This? <laughs> but you see, because he is against you know you know inclusive behavior for 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 blacks and for minorities and women, he's losing his ass. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> so, WrestleMania will be okay. Uh, and then finally, um, this was a topic of discussion. The Roll Doll books. Oh my god, the censorship. Maybe just. I just wanted to. This is the big talking point for the fucking weird knee jerk reactionaries. Because, oh my god, they're editing a fucking book so do you actually give a shit about children's literature or is this another one of your oh my god the free speeches we're just You're everything's too politically correct these days Ugh, shit when it's I don't know just a fucking estate from a dead artist trying to reclaim the greatness of an artist in the world of literature but because these books are a little outdated because they're almost a hundred years old we, we should try to maybe edit the language a bit to modernize it a bit so it feels young and fresh kind of like the Wizard of Oz I don't know if you know this the Wizard of Oz has already been edited it's not the fucking movie either the book um i don't know if you know this they made a pride and prejudice with zombies could you believe it um so i don't know if you notice either this is gonna shock you uh everything's fucking edited even this podcast because i had to take breaks oh no that five seconds oh no when when i had to leave to check for the rain oh no I don't know if you know this, but when someone does a take in acting, they do like 20 of them. One of them gets shown on the screen, but the other 19 do not. That's censorship, technically speaking. And then if they have a scene, but then they get rid of that scene in the final edit, that's also censorship. And then that one scene that was in the original movie gets taken out of the TV version or how dare they? It gets removed in the director's cut. That's also censorship. So they're, they're trying to do that with the Fleming estate with James Bond as well. Good for them. I don't, it's a fucking spy thing where the guy fucks women and then shoots a gun and saves the day. Like that's, that's essentially it. And, All you can really do is just sort of just like, hey, what's up, baby? And I'm just, uh, I would also like to recognize you and your equality or something. I don't know what the hell you're gonna do with that. James Bond. That's a little bit weird to edit because that's a more adult novel. But go for it. The children's literature fucking makes sense because you're trying to teach kids right from wrong and you're trying to keep it fresh because... This is an old ass fucking thing. This is you're not going to fucking put on crank anchors from the 2000s and have everybody just uh, get excited for special ed or or hey, guys, you want to go watch fucking uh, Code Monkeys again with Black Steve. It's great and funny. No fucking times change and you adapt or you get the fuck out. So guess what they're doing? Fucking adapting instead of getting the fuck out. And getting the fuck out doesn't mean it's gone forever. Oh my God. It's just they put it in like the book series. It doesn't sell that many copies. It doesn't hold fucking up. Things change. A lot of 80s movies do not hold up. I watched Trading Places the other day and oh boy. (laughs) Oh, it's still funny in certain times, but wow. Um, Danny Ackroyd, your buddy. So that's uh, what, what I'm trying to get here is that it's insignificant. It doesn't fucking matter. It's to sell fucking books to kids. Keep them in the fucking public library the fact that, you know, hey, we're changing the words for women and fat people. Okay. Good. Th- th- that's good ideas. If we're going to keep g- doing that, go for it. It's no, it's nothing in my book. It's a fucking kid's book. If you want to be a parent and be like, well, I want to teach my kids the hardcore shit. Okay. You can do whatever the fuck you want, but If the the state is okay with this The publishers are okay with this And The purpose is Well meaning at the same time Then Where's the fucking controversy in all this Why get a knee jerk reaction and, And fight against this Other than oh my god The free speech you can't say this anymore Yeah no shit You can say it but like You don't need to Also, most people who say that are very uh, projection of their own insecurities in life. So what I've come to realize is just, you know, really dumb shit happens. And in addition to really dumb shit, like it's all just like they want the fucking reactionary angry points. You know how it is. They're getting upset about a woman in the Marvel movies or whatever. Hey, because it gets clicks and then they make money. Like I said, it's all to make fucking money. It's all to get the notoriety. That's all what this fight is in the grand scheme of things. It's so fucking tiresome. It's so exhausting. And it really does not fucking matter. Oh, my God, they changed Robin's costume in like the 80s because he no longer has like the weird spandex pants, speedo thing. Now it's like legs with pants. Oh no, is this the end of Western society? I don't fucking care. I don't... It's a fucking kid's book. It's a fucking... Who cares? And I'll tell you who cares. People who will never grow up. People who will be clouded in their own insecurities. And people who, even though they might love the things from the 80s and 90s, whatever childhood you might have... They were never happy with that, ever. And even if they want to live in that world of the '80s was the best, '90s were the best, because of the in the politically correctness wasn't there. They're gonna watch the fucking Attitude Era. They're gonna cheer, and then they're gonna get pissed, or they're gonna get upset because it's not like the way it was. Why? Because they're miserable fucking people, and they want to share that misery with others. Me? I'm just in a bad state right now. I'm in a bad situation right now. But the only difference between me and these dipshits is one, trans rights or human rights. Two, <coughs> two, mold is going to kill you. Three, black lives matter. And four, is that I know it's not forever. And eventually because it, it's always like this something good's gonna happen you just have to be a little patient always does now you you can move your fate you can do you could do little things to make it faster make it slower that's on you but something good will happen it always does it just doesn't sound like it that for instance and this is where maybe i'm coming from now because i'm in this dark place somewhat when I lost the fucking Microsoft account. And we've been bitching about that since like episode one, I think. And we we were like doom and gloom. Sad, sad, sad. Five months go by and now it's fixed. Yes, there are certain things that isn't exactly what I wanted, but who cares? It's fixed. It's back. I have my 20 year old account still passwords changed. Authors. The uh, the two factors back. Everything's a OK. What I want to know is just, if that bad situation led to a good thing and they just have to be patient for five months, what's five months from now in my life? Is it gonna be better? Maybe, but that's the same thought process I have. So, who cares? Just, you could be joyful, be excited. You don't have to watch everything. You don't have to like everything. But like, imagine spending your entire time wasting energy over edits of children's books or why Velma sucks. Velma sucks. So you watched one episode and then you probably watch something else. There's billions of things else to watch. That's the main topic point for this whole fucking episode. If you didn't figure it out is there's billions of fucking things to watch. And that's the future is... There's billions of people out here to try and make their content for you to watch. And those that are at the top are going to try and scramble to stay and float and still stay alive, while others are going to try and climb up and knock them off their pedestal. And they're going to bounce and bounce and bounce and bounce and bounce. That's all this ever is. So to me, I just feel like it's one of those situations, at least in my book, where, yeah, you know, the guy's fucking rambling with lo fi music. Uh, for for like four viewers but who knows five months from now oh Jordan he's uh he's he a well known uh comedian oh fucking <laughs> yeah five months is all it takes to be a comedian <laughs> uh I have friends who are comedians so they know that's bullshit uh, <laughs> um no so it's the uh no, like five months, later, who fucking knows? I could be dead, or I could have a million view YouTube video, or I end up uh, I end up uh, uh, going to Dave and Buster's and uh, playing air hockey or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's actually a good idea for my birthday. I'm gonna go go uh, to Dave and Buster's by myself, probably because. It's too short notice. Probably not today, but soon. Anyway, that is it for today's episode. Um, so let me just figure out how to pause this. All right. Close. Shut the fuck up, music. All right. Uh, so that's it. Um, that is our show for this week. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Sorry I ran long. Sorry I got a little sad at times. But hopefully things will get better. I'm going to probably uh, take a nap now. Or uh, figure out what's wrong with my voice. Because I'm not like, coughing. Hopefully it's not the mold. I'd be pissed. Um, and we'll see you again uh, n- soon enough. I don't know when. Maybe this weekend. Uh, check out YouTube.com slash uh, at Jordan Haas. For, for continuing coverage of video games, patreon.com slash Jordan Haas. If you want to support the show, follow me on social media at Jordan Ha J-O-R-D-H-A. And until next.